Welcome to Strong Not Starving. My name is Marcus Kane, and if you want to beat binge eating and create a rewarding relationship with food and exercise, you're in the right place. The information in this podcast is not intended as a substitute for medical advice. So I'm going to give you right now a really quick executive summary coaching session on how to handle intrusive thoughts surrounding food and body image. Now, the fact that, you know, unwanted, unconstructive thoughts can just, you know, barge their way into our mind uh, surrounding food and body image and really ruin your day is a big obstacle for a lot of people, you know, and it's going to be something that is something that we kind of continue to manage over the years. Like when people talk to me about, okay, what does liberation from this process look like? You know, to use Dr. Nina's word, instead of recovery, what does liberation look like? It's not the complete absence of these troubling thought processes or thoughts. It's the fact that over time, what maybe was once a slap in the face in terms of intensity surrounding these thoughts, becomes more like a tap on the shoulder. But if we're constantly reinforcing the importance of these unwanted intrusive thoughts surrounding food and body image, then our brain is going to keep producing them. We're going to keep having emotional reactions to them and they're going to keep troubling us. So the art here is in reducing the emotional investment that we have when it comes to the thoughts that are really pissing in your cornflakes when it comes to food and body image. So in this little executive summary session that I've recorded for you today, I'm going to cover some tips and strategies, then talk about things to avoid that potentially sabotage success when it comes to dialing down the volume on these unwanted thoughts with food and body image. And a little story that helps me remember the essential kind of cornerstone principle of this is that at one point I heard a psychologist talk about how he was lecturing at at college or teaching at a university. And on a Friday, he would tell his new students that their homework for the weekend was to forget the fact that he wrote the word cookies on the blackboard. Now, of course, it was a completely impossible task because the moment his students would remember, oh, what was my homework? What did I need to do? Of course, they remembered the word cookies. It was essentially a lesson in intrusive thoughts and the fact that the more we try to forget something, the more we try to put something out of our mind, the stronger our connection with that thing becomes because our brain registers that as, oh, this is this is that thing that I'm trying not to think about. Oh, it must be bad. We attach more weight to it. We attach more emotion to it. And in turn, our brain re- reinforces the importance of that thing. We remember what we really believe is important or dangerous or holds value. And we very easily think about things less that we don't invest as much energy in. So the million dollar question becomes, how do I do this on purpose? Like, how do I invest less energy in something that's currently bothering me on purpose? And one of the things that's hard to wrap our mind around is the fact that the cornerstone of doing this or one of the cornerstones of doing this is just allowing space for those thoughts to exist without labeling them as something that's really going to bother you. Now, I know that's going to be scary, but I have a three-step process to self-regulate 
through the discomfort of doing that. But for now, what we're going to need to do when it comes to unwanted thoughts surrounding food and body image is to start with the fact that they're just going to pop into your mind. And if we want to turn the volume down on those, just allowing them to come and go like any other thought and not investing energy in them by labeling them as particularly bad or troublesome, that's going to be the starting point here. And after we start doing that, after we go, okay, you know, these things are just thoughts, they're going to come and go like any other thought. And it's my job in this situation to not jump into that thought or, you know, jump onto that with both feet and really start investing in it. And a three-step process that I've found very successful myself to do this starts with the mental self-regulation. It includes some physical self-regulation. And then the final step is about getting some reps in where it comes to like managing where our attention goes. And I'll break down these three for you right now. First one, mental self-regulation is about self-talk. Acknowledging if you notice one of these thoughts appearing that it's just a thought. It's not dangerous. It can't hurt me. It's just a thought. It might be slightly troubling. It might not be the thought that you want to be thinking at that point in time, but literally thousands, hundreds of thousands of thoughts just come and go out of our minds every day. And this thought about food or body image, it's just one of them. It's just a thought. So the mental self-talk side of this is really important in recognizing that thought for what it is. And I know right now that's going to sound a bit difficult because you're like, no, 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 this is a really troubling thought. I don't want to be thinking this. But this is where it starts with recognizing that it's just a thought. And the second step, we start including physical self-regulation. So this is regulating our physical, emotional response to the thought. So you might notice in response to these thoughts, you start experiencing like tension in your body or your breathing changes, your physiological reaction to these thoughts will be one of stress. It won't be the same physical reaction that you'd experience if you had a thought about, you know, trees, unless you have a tree phobia. So with these reactions, we notice these thoughts and then you'll notice that your body or more accurately, your nervous system has responded to these thoughts as if they are a legitimate stress. So the second step is in regulating the physical response, letting go of the physical stress. Take a deep breath or take a few deep breaths. Focus on long exhales. Bring your attention to maybe moving your body in a gentle way. Drop tension from the body. You know, you might notice that you've clenched your fists or clenched your jaw or your posture might have changed or you're holding tension in your shoulders. Bring your awareness into your body. Lengthen your exhales. Change your physiology to that of being in line with if you were relaxed. So lead with your body and your mind will start to follow if we are consistent with this. So long exhales, breathe as if you were relaxed, stand as if you were relaxed, move as if you were relaxed. The brain takes cues from the body in the same way or in a very similar way that the body will take cues from the brain. These things work both ways. So 
Start with the mental regulation. It's just it's just a thought acknowledging what this is, just a thought. It can't hurt me. Then from there, move into the physical regulation. Long exhales. Move gently. Bring your awareness to your body. Move, breathe, exist physically as if you are relaxed. Step three is getting some reps in in terms of managing where our attention goes. Every time you find your attention dragged away from the present moment by troubling thoughts. And every time you notice that that's happened and you non-judgmentally bring your attention back to where you want it to go rather than where it's getting dragged, you do a rep for strengthening your mind's ability to do that. So every time you notice that your attention has been dragged somewhere else and you gently kind of move it back to where you want it to go without getting upset about it, without turning that into something to become emotionally dysregulated about, every time you do that, you practice the ability to keep your attention where you want it rather than just where it goes. We all have these like habitual automatic thought habits or you know thought processes that you know our mind will just go there automatically and sometimes these things aren't really constructive sometimes these things aren't good they they cause us a lot of pain they cause us a lot of anxiety and then we end up stuck in these thought cycles going ah oh, fuck like why am i here this is ruining my day again one of the things that's really essential with this is knowing that getting these reps in non-judgmentally noticing where our thoughts are going and then going, look, no thank you to that. I'm going to bring my attention back where I want it to go. This trains our mind to be more in line with what we want it to think. This trains us to be less emotionally invested in, you know, habitual thought processes that might be causing us a lot of anxiety. This lower level of emotional investment this is where our brain starts to forget these thoughts or turn down the volume of these thoughts because it realizes like, okay, we're not really emotionally invested in this anymore. We're not, it, it's not really an important thing anymore. I'm going to dial down the volume of it. I'm going to start thinking this thought less. So this is how we start to think things less on purpose through this process. And it's really tempting to get frustrated with this. I know a lot of people get really frustrated with this because, you know, we try and do it. We try and put it into action. And our first few experiences of doing this are just frustrating because we're like, oh, I don't feel better instantly. Like this isn't changing anything. I'm still thinking these thoughts. I'm still irritated. That escalation of emotion that oh, I'm still irritated. Oh, is it working yet? Is it working yet? It's not working. Fuck. Like that is just doubling down on the emotional investment of the thought process or in the thought process from a different angle. And the you know second thing about that is that doing this, it requires us to get reps in, in the same way that you would do reps in the gym to strengthen a body part. Every time we put this into practice and mindfully carry out this process, do the mental self-regulation, like it's just a thought, like all that kind of self-talk stuff, followed by the physical self-regulation, the breath, the dropping tension from the body, 
followed by managing where our attention goes. Every time we do this, we strengthen our ability and our skill set in this process in the same way that if we do reps while exercising or do reps in the gym, we strengthen a body part. So this is about maintaining that level of non-judgmental awareness while doing this, not getting down on yourself or irritated with yourself if you don't experience, you know, fucking enlightenment or inner peace immediately. This is a process that needs to be repeated and practiced. And additionally, we absolutely need to make sure that we're not doing things and including things in our life that strengthen these intrusive and unpleasant and unconstructive thoughts surrounding food and body image. So four primary things that are going to reinforce the strength of these intrusive thoughts. You know, first one, your social media feed. Like what content are you taking in? If you're trying to practice really good mind management, but then you're constantly looking at your social media feed and it's reinforcing everything that these intrusive thoughts are trying to push onto you, then that's going to reinforce the thought processes that are giving you this anxiety, that are giving you this discomfort. We have to curate your social media feed and be really, really mindful about what content you're taking in. What thoughts and feelings are you reinforcing with the content that you choose to take in? Curate your social media feed. This is a must. Your diet is another one. So if you're approaching every day from the perspective of getting really granular about your diet and obsessing over every single food choice, again, that is going to reinforce this habitual thought process of anxious or troubling thoughts that appear in regards to food and body image. We need to create a more flexible, more relaxed approach to your daily routine when it comes to food. Another one is going to be body checking. If you're trying to create a better mental space for yourself, but then you're jumping on the scales frequently or checking yourself in the mirror frequently or pinching yourself or just constantly checking your body for signs of fat loss or fat gain or anything like that, again, you're going to be reinforcing the intrusive thoughts surrounding food and body image. It is essential to get a handle on body checking and to know that it's just not doing you any favors. It's a compulsion. It's not helping. And finally, the one that some of us find most challenging, the company that we keep. If you're spending a lot of time with people who fixate on their fucking image and who fixate on their fucking diets and never have anything better to talk about than their diet or what food they're eating or who's lost weight and who hasn't or who looks good and who doesn't. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I got no other advice for you other than you got to spend less time with those people. Like, this can be a really difficult one. I know. I absolutely know. Especially, you know, when we're part of a friendship group where maybe some people that's just all they've got and they just talk about that all the time it's not for me to tell you how you choose to handle this and how you choose to prune your friendship group and who you spend time with but you know even if you're not able to cut certain people out of your life or even if you don't want to cut certain people out of your life i know that you know family gatherings for this kind of thing sometimes could be an absolute disaster like i was literally talking to a client uh, yesterday evening, 
he was mentioning going to his family's Easter holiday dinner and his mum just talking about food and weight and everything the entire time. I know sometimes these things can't be avoided, but if we do the best we can with, you know, managing the company we keep or managing the amount of time that we spend with certain people who just can't help but fixate on these things, that's going to be really important too. So keep these things in mind moving forward when it comes to experiencing what we could call intrusive thoughts in terms of food and body image. And if you have any questions, please reach out to me anytime via my Instagram page or via the link in this episode description. So my name is Marcus Kane, and I'll be back with another episode of Strong Not Starving very soon.